Hello, and welcome to the FGB podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Robin. And I'm Michelle. And the Fit Girl Boss podcast is all about highlighting some pretty badass, amazing women who are CEOs, business owners, founders, whether of a small business or a big corporation, but also prioritize their fitness, nutrition, and overall health. We'll be talking about how we can marry a busy lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle together to achieve anything. And also the importance of how taking care of yourself physically and mentally through nutrition can have a positive effect on the bottom line of your business. This podcast is brought to you by Bodzi, an online nutrition and lifestyle coaching company dedicated to helping females entrepreneurs heighten their health and fitness levels all while running a business visit us at www.bozzy.com all right so today we are recording part three part mm-hmm. three of our fgb short if you uh have been tuning in for the past two this has actually been a really popular series which i'm pretty excited about Love um it. people are loving the 10 secrets to weight loss and i'm totally convinced that it's because of the title Eesh. and then they realize that no it's actually not secrets we're just giving you the cold hard truth um but on for today's sure. episode this is the the last one of the mini series we're going to do we're basically going to wrap up um numbers six seven no seven, eight, nine, 10, right? Yeah. The last four, of yeah. the 10 secrets mm-hmm. um, to sustainable weight loss. Cool. Let's do a recap of, of what yeah. we covered so far. Um, so the first one was if it has eyes, if it's from the ground, don't stress it. Yeah. Or like if it comes from a mother or the ground, don't stress it. Right. Like, yeah all those creepy things. Yeah. Yeah. The creepiest sayings. Number two was do the basics. So water, sleep, build up your foundation um, because those are important in all aspects of your life, not only weight loss, um, but they are what is going to set you up for success Mm -hmm. with weight loss. Um, Yeah. Exactly. So I always kind of mess this one up because there's two different variations of it, but uh, don't eat when you're not hungry and stop when you're full. Yeah. We, we kind of said it was don't eat when you're, what did we well, say? Well, the saying, the regular saying is like, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Right. Right. And that's like, you know, it's not a bad saying at all. And you can definitely kind of take that and practice it. Um, but eating when you're hungry, it's very easy to think you're hungry. Yeah. Um, it takes a little bit more effort and, and awareness and self-awareness to, to take it to the next level and say, okay, don't eat when you're not hungry. Right. Um, and then stop when you're full. Um, creating but, intentional eating. Yeah. Creating intentional eating habits and just mindful eating habits, building an awareness on your hunger cues and, you know, I think like if you, if you take that approach and you eat when you're hungry, then, you know, it could be, your hunger could be tricking you and you could be anxious or bored or, you know, tired or something like that. Exactly. Uh, number four was no talking to yourself like an asshole. (laughs) That was one Uh, of our favorite ones because we both like in the previous few days after that, we both stumbled across like moments in our lives personally, where we're like, shit, I was talking to myself like an asshole. 
Totally. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. I would say that this one is the one that I hold on to. Yeah. The most. Um, where all of us are our own worst critic. So I think we could all um, relate to that one. And then the next one was take it one day at a time. So weight loss will happen because of 1 million tiny different decisions. Yes. Show up today. Never one thing. It's never that juice detox you're going to do. It's never that one meal that's super healthy. It's never that one workout that crushed you. It's like, you know, the accumulation of a bajillion things over a long period of time. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one was face problems instead of worry about them. Because um, <laughs> no one woke up in the morning and said, man, yeah, really happy I did all that worrying yesterday. I know, which is another one we've got to focus on, both of us yeah. right now. There's nothing we can do. Nothing Create a plan. Exactly. Right before, well, maybe I was recording, but it might not be in this episode, but just before we started officially kind of doing this podcast, Michelle was like, man, I'm so anxious today. And I was like, fuck me too. And like, I don't know why Michelle has better reason than I do because, you know, lockdown and you know, your son might be out of school. And like, that's just like the umpteenth time that that's happened, especially with like such short notice. Yeah. Maybe I'm just like, you know how like you can have like empathy? Yes. Maybe that's what I have for you. I think, and like not to sound like hippy dippy too, but um, I think just like the general vibe right now is just not a great one. Totally. Yeah. And it's so easy to like pick up on other people's energies, um, like especially as a coach. Like I've had a couple moments this past week where it's like, okay, no, you're not going to feed off other people's yep. energies. Like you're going to like pull yourself out. You have to be like the positive one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, People are yourself. coming to you. Yeah. You be that like sh- that beacon of light, like in their life. Yeah. But um, you, that's a, we're sort of getting off topic, but I'm interested in this. Like you have clients from all over the place right now. Yeah. And so are you getting, like, do you find that your clients that are in Ontario or I don't know, in any of the Canadian provinces that are shut down, do you find that there's like a distinct, like kind of weight that's in their life right now versus the people that are like in Texas, let's say, because as we know, Texas is fully open. COVID doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Like, I feel like it's kind of funny. Um, there's different stressors in everybody's life. Um, and it's not just the lockdown. I would say the people in Ontario do, the stress is more geared towards like the gyms are closed. Yeah. And I think it was Elisa's post last night that I loved. Yeah. Um, was it Elisa? That basically, you know, the gym, no, was it Elisa? That the gym is like one hour of a day. Yeah. No, it was Meg's. 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 It was Meg's. Um, for 416 did a post. Um that, you know what, like everyone's bombed and I'm included in this, that like gyms have been shut down again. Everyone was just getting back into like a fantastic routine. And it's like, okay, that's one hour of your day. What are you going to do for the rest? Like the other 23, three hours. Yeah. So I kind of got away from your question right there. Um, I would say it's a bit heightened in Ontario, but I think just in general, like everyone's still stressed out and still has like everyone's COVID got fatigue. Yeah. 
And it doesn't matter. Like, because you're totally right. Like, even if you're not in a state or a country that is totally like beside themselves affected right now, like you're still feeding off the energy of the rest of the world. Oh yeah. It's, it's, you can't ignore it. Totally. Um, And there's still different opinions. Like, like it's a really like interesting thing. Like this is the only time in the history of like my existence for sure. Yeah. Probably a lot of other people's existence that like one of the silver linings that you could really take away from this all is like, this is the first time that I've ever experienced that the whole world is like unified. Yeah. This you know, is a global like, issue. It's, it's not- a global issue and everyone is feeling everybody else's like pain. Yeah. Which is sort of cool. It sucks. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, it's really interesting to kind of see like everyone is like really suffering. Yeah. Um, and feeling everybody else's suffering. Totally. We got totally off track. It's classic us. <laughs> what number were we on? Classic us. Um, I think we were face problems instead of worry about them. Number six. Okay. What was ne- <laughs> okay, what was the next one? Hilarious. We're still on a recap. <laughs> we haven't even started our Who, who gave us a podcast? We're just like chatty Cathy's. Um, anyway, <laughs> make food decisions ahead of time. Oh, that's us today. That's where we're going today. That's so what we're do- doing today. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Let, I unveiled the uh, the magic trick before well, that's we. Great. Okay, so what are the last four? Okay, so we have make food decisions. Okay, well let's do one by one. That's number sure. that's number seven. Make food decisions ahead of time. Yeah. Okay, diving right into this one, um, I've always said that if there if you could bottle up like two things, mm-hmm. the which is like the literal like secret ingredient to weight loss is like the magic pill to weight loss. It's like meal prep and consistency. Yeah. Honestly, like meal. And I don't mean like meal prepping on your, and I've, I might sound like a broken record here to some people have heard me say this like a thousand times, but like, if you don't like your classic Sunday meal prep where you're in the kitchen for four hours straight, don't do it. <laughs> like yeah. there's so many other forms of meal prep. Meal prep can literally mean you are like coming home from the grocery store and you're just cutting up all your veggies so that they're in Tupperware is ready to grab. And like, that's your version of meal prep yeah. or you're going to the grocery store, like, you know, two or three times a week, which might sound like a lot for some of you, but you know, us in this house, we're like really close to a grocery store. So we would rather just like go on Mondays and Thursdays and like Saturdays and grab like a couple things for a couple meals and then have, and then do it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but no matter what way you're approaching it, the result, like the, uh, the goal and the result is the same. It's like you are prepped and you're never letting your fridge or your pantries, your kitchen get to a point where you, don't have access to your next good meal. Yeah, totally agree. And for me, you know, meal prepping kind of looks completely different. And how I would meal prep is in my fitness pal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rather than um, the fridge and the kitchen, I fully meal prep in uh, my fitness pal. And that's because I'm not big on leftovers. Mm -hmm. And I honestly find that I definitely can't eat like reheated proteins. Yeah, like yeah. Fresh stuff. And it's it's a luxury that I have that I can, you know, have time to make things. Um, I'm not leaving the house for work right now, but um, 
for what meal prep looks for me is at the end of each day going ahead. And I usually start backwards, like I start at dinner and say, okay, tomorrow for dinner, we're going to have this. And then I can kind of fit the rest of my day in like a puzzle piece. Yeah. Um, but it helps me like not get to the end of the day. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have scrambling. Like, yeah, scrambling. That's a great, and that I love that too. And what I've noticed, uh, couple have a couple thoughts there the first one is like that's just a great kind of takeaway for anybody listening like a few things first meal prep looks so different for so many people you have to find what's going to work for you um hear my cat yeah he's going to start screaming at me in a second um working backwards is great for somebody who like what's your favorite meal, right? Like if you love dinner time and you love to like, you know, maybe you sit down with your family or you sit down with your husband or wife or like your partner or something. Um, for example, like Doug and I do date night Thursdays. And I know that like Thursday nights is kind of like our dinner night. So those are the nights that I work backwards, right? So I know that we're going to have salmon or something a little bit fattier. So I need to make sure that I plug that in my fitness pal and I'm working the rest of my day to make sure that's a little bit leaner so that I have fats at the end of the day to eat, you know, the burger or the, you know, filet or like whatever. But normally like for me, I don't really care about like dinners. Breakfast is my jam. Like I love breakfast. And so I don't really need to work backwards because I like prioritize eating kind of whatever I want when obviously within reason at breakfast and I have like this big breakfast and then I'll just kind of taper off and fit the rest as I go because my favorite meal is over with. Yeah. And so like, think of it that way. Like if you love breakfast, do that. If you love dinner, work backwards. And so it's just like figuring out what is going to like make you happy. (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, you don't have to obsess about food all day. Um, Why I do dinner is because, you know, um, Dylan and Matt have to eat a, eat a good dinner every night too. So boys to feed. (laughs) Yeah. Got a couple (laughs) men to feed over here. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it takes that like obsession about food away from me, from me. And then it also kind of like, clears my head because the the afternoon and like the evening rush is a rush like it's yeah. school it's dinner it's bath it's bed it's like okay all those four things kind of like boom 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 and if I know what I'm eating ahead of time and I know that it's going to fit within my plan um and I have all the ingredients it just makes the day no stress. yeah no stress love it yeah okay that's a good uh that's one. I think that's one of my favorite ones so far. I think that's one of my favorite ones, number seven there, because it is like, if you can figure out a meal prep routine, a plan that, that you enjoy, that you can stick to, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And I like remember realizing that because I, like the first time that I was working with a nutrition coach years ago, um, I was like, I had this like belief that, okay, I need to do the classic meal prep Sundays and have all my containers ready to go and typical Tupperware, blah, blah, blah. And I was like full on miserable. And I like, and I got into this belief that like, okay, I'm not going to be successful if I don't do it this way. Right. And it's like, that is not the truth at all. There are like, if you take one thing away from this episode, it's like, there are so many routes and different paths to your 
success, your goal. And it's literally just about finding the, t- the like the path that works for you. Exactly. Um, okay. What's number eight? So number eight, I think this might be my favorite. We're just like getting into the gold mine. Yeah, so yeah. it's choose future over current wants. Great one. Ah, this one's my favorite, I think. So when you first, let's clarify, let's break that down because the, I remember the first time you told me that, I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> but- so who do you want to be versus looking at what you want in the moment? Yeah. So for example, uh, I'm a pretty impulsive person. I'm like- Same. Um, I'm stopping and like, also like a social person. I mean, you are pretty bad when it comes to shopping. (laughs) You literally went to Costco and you bought a full on, like, what do you even call that? I wish the basketball net or are you talking about the pizza oven? Oh, both actually (laughs) the pizza oven and the massive basketball net. But listeners, let me be very clear here. It wasn't just like a normal basketball net. It was one of those things that you go to the fair and it's like this full blow up like thing with like the walls on the side and it's got like the net at the back and you can like bank the ball off of like, and there's just this photo of Dylan in front of this net massive thing in her garage it takes up like a third of your garage it's my whole garage let's be (laughs) honest like yeah my husband was like um what like what's going on here (laughs) where are we putting the cars so uh impulsive person moving on (laughs) impulsive person and how that relates to this one is that so you know I'm, i'm gonna try to say this but like choosing future over current. So, you know, there's going to be times, um, during your cut or during your dialed in phase that are going to come out of the blue. Um, and it's going to be like a gathering or some kind of event where you would typically be out of control and have no control over. You can give into that and you can somewhat derail the plan or you can focus on where you want to be and keep that that ultimate goal like a carrot kind of dangling right yeah Yeah. in front of you and why this is so important to me and how that relates to me being an impulsive person is like sometimes and like I'll just speak you know, completely uh, transparent. It's like, okay, you're having a great week. You know, you're bang, 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 your macros and everything's aligned for six days in a row. And then your buddy comes along and they're like, <laughs> do you want do, do you want to have some wine? And you're like, I do, I do want to have some wine. And then, it, <laughs> and then like the whole plan just goes out of the, out the window. Right. Yeah. And it becomes like this cycle where that like, kind of continues to happen. Um, so just choosing your future wants, it's, it's so hard to like power through sometimes and make the decision to, you know, hold back on something. Um, but in the end, your future self will thank you. Yes. Well said. Well yeah. Said. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a thought there, but I kind of forget what I was, what I was going to say. Um, I don't know. I think you kind of nailed that one. That was really, it was like, that's it. Choose, choose. Future. Wrap it up. Don't, don't succumb to being an impulsive person. Yeah. Especially, you know, holidays too. Like, and oh, I remember what I was going to say. 
was going to say that I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that you said at the beginning of that whole thing that when you're in your cut or in your dial phase, right? Because that is when this really kind of matters the most, right? right? Like, so, so we're very clear that like most of your time, if you, you know, decide to give in to an event or a family gathering or a holiday or something, fucking great. Like, that's amazing. Enjoy yourself. It's life. We want you to celebrate it there. And then there's the time and the place where you do have to make that decision because you have decided that you are going to go through a cut or you're going to be in the dial phase of our program or you're going, you know, whatever. And at the end of the day, your goals have to be in line with your actions. And if your goals are to lean out to whatever X percent body fat, yet once a week, you are, you know, giving in to the temptation of you, you know, your friend offering a patio with some drinks, like, cool, that's great, but like not in line with each other, you know, and that's really what it comes down to. So well said. (laughs) Um, What's the next one? The next one is embrace doubt instead of run from it. So yeah, one is, you know, doubt is going to pop up and take you and try to take you in a new direction. Right. It's always going to come up, especially because we know that, um, weight loss is not linear. Yep. Right. And there are always going to be these times when for some, you know, unknown reason to the person going through it, there's a spike in the scale and there's a fluctuation. And what we have to kind of realize is that spikes and fluctuations happen. Um, you know, you look at your day before, was there um, an increase in your sodium intake? You know, where are you at? If you're female within your cycle, there's so yeah. many things that oh my gosh. can att- contribute to that. However, um, that little doubt likes to kind of sneak in and it can completely derail. Complete. And this is one of the few things where like you will get derailed hundred percent. Right. Like we can say, Oh, a meal, like, you know, a bad meal isn't going to fully derail you so long as you, you know, wrap it up and get back on track or whatever, you know, an event isn't going to fully derail you. Like whatever. These are like little hiccups. Doubt will literally throw you off track. Yeah. And it, and it could, if you let it prevent you from ever getting back on track. Yeah. Right. And like, it's, And that's exactly it. One spike in the scale, one, you know, shitty number, one kind of off day can lead you to believe that this is not working for me. Right. And that's why like, this is, you know, when that happens, um, I, I, you know, like Robin knows this, but I'm going through a, a huge, like learning curve in my own coaching experience. And when this happens, um, what I try to do is, is look and explain to people the why Mm -hmm. and without getting too much into the science behind it, like let people in on the plan, Mm -hmm. right? Let them know the why that we're doing this. Let them know what's going to happen when you just push through that doubt and you're consistent. Yeah. And like, if you think if you're not doubting something, then you're not really thinking about changing your life. Because changing your life and losing weight is really, really hard. Yeah. You're essentially changing, you know, 
all of your life habits yep. at once. Yep. So if you're not doubting that, then you probably, you know, aren't really fully invested in it as yeah. well. Totally. If that makes any sense. Absolutely. That's, and that, that's well said. And I think that, you know, that doesn't mean that it's going to be really hard all the time. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a grind all the time, but like the doubt will be there. Yeah. That kind of lingering, like, oh, is this, you know, is this good for me? Is this what's going to get me to my goal? Is this the path that I should be taking? And that just comes also from, that just comes from the nature of like nutrition and fitness and the multitude of options that are out there and the programs and the coaches and the theories and the diet plans. Like there's so many options Mm -hmm. that are all claiming to get you to the same place, weight loss. Right. Right. And, and so I don't blame any of you for being so like confused or overwhelmed or like not confident on whether or not the plan that you're currently on is the right one. That's just normal. Like the doubt is normal. Right. And that's, and that's just a part of the process. Um, When it comes to weight, for example, like just kind of to stay on the the example that you're using of, you know, weight, weight fluctuations and seeing that number on the scale. Um, what I've been telling my, my members, my clients to do also is kind of like, well, first of all, like, you know, we on our program take multiple, like we tell our clients to weigh themselves pretty often. Right. And there's a reason for that. Like, while we're getting them to weigh themselves, we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to collect that data. We're trying to, you know, this, objective data doesn't lie at the end of the day. And, and it's good for us to kind of see, like gather that big picture of what's going on while we're doing that, you know, we're trying to train or like reframe our members mindset into not having this negative relationship with the scale. Mm-hmm. And I, it's kind of like, um, what's it called when like you have a phobia and like the cure for the phobia is to just like freaking go after it. Like oh a, yeah. A virgin, um, a virgin therapy or something. No, what's a virgin therapy? But you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, if I have, if, me, <clears throat> like conquering it head on. Totally, like if I have like arachnophobia, which I fucking do, go kill a spider, right? right. Like or like hold one or like whatever. Maybe not kill it. I don't know if that's part of it, but whatever. <laughs> I would want to kill it. <laughs> so, anyway, so like a part of this process of our, of our process is getting our clients comfortable with taking data for what it is. It's literally just a number and it's not their responsibility to analyze the numbers. It's their coach's responsibility to analyze the numbers. But during our coaching check-in, when we go through together and we're looking at like the history, you'll notice like, again, it's all about the trends, right? Mm -hmm. Your spike that happened yesterday on the scale. If you Mm -hmm. look at what happened last month, the spike is probably still less than the spike that happened last month. Yes. Right. And that means you're trending down Mm -hmm. and just the same when your lows, when you can reach a new low, that is like a trend down. It's always going to go up and down and up and down and up and down. So long as the, you know, the spike that you have is not trending up or is higher than a previous spike in history during your, during your cut. Right. Um, And looking at all of that data is so much more um, powerful to show like your process than just one. Like it does not matter what the scale reads day to day. It matters right. what the scale is reading over a long period of time. Perfect. And that's the perfect segment and 
into our uh, last one, mm-hmm. which is use, what was it? Use various uh, yeah. forms of measurement. Exactly. Or like progress. Exactly. Use multiple, um, gather multiple, multiple points of progress or like use many, many different um like areas in your life to measure your progress um not just a scale or yeah. not just the quality like the quality of your food which i think is a good one because you know there are some people that will be like oh i didn't or like i had a piece of pizza and like that means i f- i fucked up like no right. no no like you know, quality of food obviously is important, but it's like an 80, 20 rule. Like you're allowed yeah. to ha- have things that you enjoy. If you just focus on the scale, then you get obviously really, you know, upset when you don't see the number that you want in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just focus on your clothes fitting, then maybe you're bloated one day and your pants don't fit as nicely as you want. And you're like, well, shit, like I'm not progressing the way that I wanted. Um, but if we focus on all of them together and they're kind of all working together to show us the way that we're progressing. And again, it's the trend of where we're progressing. Then that's what really matters because you could wake up and the scale is two pounds heavier, Mm -hmm. right? But then your pants fit really good and you feel amazing and you had a really good workout and the quality of your food that day was fantastic and you drank water and you slept a lot last night and you're out and about and you're super energetic and life is good and you're like really productive but you're two pounds heavier right so I fucked up and that's not good exactly right and so if you're only focusing on that one number then you can obviously see there like I painted a I feel like a pretty good picture of like how that is at the end of the day literally does not matter it does not yeah that was perfect. Yeah. It's, it's hard because our minds are so trained to laser focus on that scale. And I'll, I'll be like completely transparent again. Um, I'm the, I'm can be the same way yeah. completely, but it's like, okay. Um, you know, you're up 0.25 pounds, but this whole week you've done, um, for strength training sessions, yeah (laughs) where you weren't doing any before right like you're crushing it like you're way ahead of where you are uh where you were before and like it just goes into celebrating those those wins and there's different wins the only the the scale isn't the only win um and I think I I not I think at Bodzi I know at Bodzi and like this was one of the kind of um things that really drew me to Bodzi at the beginning when I was first joining as a member was it's not just all about the scale. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about like lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. The scale is like a bonus and a fraction of it. <laughs> a fraction of it. Yeah. And that's, but every single part of it is just a fraction of it, right? Like there's not, there's not, uh, I can't really think honestly, like of one thing in our program that takes really priority or like we put on a pedestal or anything like that. Right. It's like, the only thing we do is the foundation and which is multiple things. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like we're huge. We're like foundation, foundation, foundation. Like we are masters of the basics. Like 
And everybody who comes to our program knows that, but you're totally right. The basics are split up into six things. Yeah. Grass, water, protein, good quality food and general exercise. Yeah. Oh, wait, I just said steps. Maybe. Oh, sleep, stress, water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's like multiple cylinders are working. If you can have them all firing at the same time, fantastic, but it's really hard to have all your cylinders firing at perfectly all the time. Yeah. Nor do you need them to be. And like, might be an unpopular opinion for some listening, um, and for some, members, but I I think my like ultimate goal as a coach with each member is to kind of have that aha moment where the goal isn't the scale. The goal is that these six pieces of the foundation have come together and your overall life is much better for it. Yep. Yep. Right. Like Um, if, if we can teach people that, like, I think we're like, absolutely. Because cruising. Yeah. Cause if you can, yeah, if you can get that foundation as your non-negotiables, right? Like our, basically our goal is to turn that foundation into our, our clients, our members, non-negotiables, mm-hmm. which means that it is just a part of who you are as a person mm-hmm. that you sleep seven to eight hours a night and you drink two and a half liters of water a day and you manage your stress and you're aware of when your stress is getting out of control and you prioritize protein at every meal and you eat good quality, high micronutrient dense foods at every single meal. And you, I forget the last one, but like basically what I'm saying is like all of those things are now just who you are and everything else that you do is a bonus to either get you to lose weight or put on muscle mass or train harder or like whatever, whatever your body composition goals are above and beyond that. Great. But you always have that foundation to fall back on that will keep you, that will keep gas in the tank forever. Yeah. And that's the real, that's the real measurement of success. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I would uh, think that's a great way to kind of wrap that up. Um, okay. So that kind of concludes, not kind of, it does fully concludes, puts a big hard stop on our, uh, uh, mini series of 10 secrets to weight loss. I think that was my favorite episode. Those were four really good ones. Those are four great ones. Those are great ones. Um, share this podcast with anybody you think would benefit from it. Um, send it to a friend, a family member, a coworker, anybody who you think would benefit from listening to our podcast. Um, if you guys are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, First, thank you for listening. Make sure you're subscribing so that you can get your hands on all future FGB shorts and FGB interviews. Um, The way that we've been doing this and probably the way that we will continue is every second week will be an FGB short and every other week will be um, a podcast interview where we bring on you know, some amazing chick who's just crushing it in life. And we're going to interview about, you know, how she is able to maintain a really busy lifestyle, run a business and uh, stay fit and healthy. Yeah. So have an awesome, it's Monday when you guys are listening to this, have an awesome week.